here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Number 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. Man, it's great to be back. I've been chomping at the bit. C-H-A-M-P-I-N-G at the bit. You know, folks, when things are written quickly on an iPhone and the iPhone changes the words and they're posted and so forth, sometimes there's typos, right, Mr. Producer? It's the nature of the beast. We all know... It's the way it goes. First things first, I want to congratulate Governor DeSantis on his swearing in. We had family members there and friends. I wish I could have participated, but it was my time to come back. And uh, that's just a wonderful thing. So I wanted to point that out. You know, I can do the predictable I can come behind this microphone and beat my chest and pat myself in the back of the head and try and demonstrate that I'm a bigger right winger than the next guy. And I can just beat the hell out of Kevin McCarthy. I could beat the hell out of Kevin McCarthy, as I have in the past, as I do with McConnell, as I did with Paul Ryan, as I did with Boehner for whom I was public enemy number one, and frankly, worked with Mark Meadows back then to help remove Banner. But this isn't some conservative revolt, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't some principled revolt. I heard my friend Chip Roy's speech, and I said, okay, we're all against an open border. We're all against what's happening with fentanyl. We know all the issues that are driving us crazy and, and that we want to confront and deal with. And yet my talk with at least three members of the Freedom Caucus over the weekend, and one of whom I've spoken to over a period of a couple of weeks, demonstrates to me this has nothing to do with that. So I could come behind this microphone and pretend I know what's going on, without doing my work, without digging into it, but I'm telling you what's going on. At least five members of this group 
were negotiating to become chairman or subcommittee chairman in exchange for their votes. To help the country? To help their party or to help themselves? Matt Gates is accused of saying in front of a number of people, he's denying it now, but I'd like to know the truth, that if Hakeem Jeffries becomes speaker, who cares? Because all we'll do is vote against all his wishes. Did he say it or didn't he? I have no idea. There are others who wanted changes, one in particular who wanted to be in charge of all decisions that come to the legal briefs and legal objectives of the House Republicans, when to get involved and not to get involved in cases. And the individual is not even a lawyer. And I could go on and on. You have members of the original five, this guy Good, who won by the skin of his teeth in Virginia, who took $2 million from McCarthy's campaign. Our friend Lauren Boebert, I do consider a friend, she took almost $1.9 million, and I'm glad they did. But then to say you're against the swamp and you're going to stand up against the swamp... I've got a lot more to say about this. First of all, social media is a cancer. I post there, but I do not get involved in the comments. And so people send me these comments. Please stop sending me the comments. I never knew you were a rhino. I never knew you were a sellout. I never knew you supported McCarthy. This is why so many people on TV and radio are knee-jerk. They don't want to have to be attacked and deal with it. I don't care. What's right is right. This isn't about supporting McCarthy, quote-unquote. They were going to be on their fourth ballot tonight, and they don't have a candidate. They keep nominating Jim Jordan. Is Jim Jordan a rhino? Is Jim Jordan a sellout? Well, why do they keep voting for him? Not 20 of them voted for Jim Jordan. Did Jim Jordan not go to the floor of the House and nominate The second time, Kevin McCarthy? I didn't nominate Kevin McCarthy. He nominated Kevin McCarthy a second time. Voted for him three times. Says he's not interested. I'm not doing that. He's doing that. The choice isn't between McCarthy and Jordan. There is no choice between McCarthy and anybody. Andy Biggs got 10 votes out of the Freedom Caucus. There are 44, 45 members of the Freedom Caucus, depending on how you count. 20 of them voted for Jordan, which means 24, 25 of them voted for McCarthy. This isn't a battle over conservatism. You know, it reminds me of the Marxist left. They wrap themselves in these self-righteous arguments. The American people are sick and tired of this. The American people are sick and tired of that. Yes, we are. And we're sick and tired of what we watch today. Get on with it. We want the Bidens investigated. Now. We want the border secured. Now. And down the list. Now, the House isn't going to get everything at once because it has to deal with McConnell and the Senate. It's got to deal with the executive branch. 
But go on offense when you're fighting like this. To what end? I'm not clear. That doesn't appear to be a winning strategy. It doesn't appear to be a winning strategy. So, I guess the rhinos include Massey from Kentucky, who voted for McCarthy. Mooney from West Virginia, who voted for McCarthy. Jordan himself, who they keep nominating. I guess he's ultimately a rhino too, we just didn't know it. McClintock from California, one of the most solid members ever. Banks from Indiana. Palmer from Alabama, and I can go down the list. Meanwhile, who's Ogles? Who's Rosendale? Who's Self? Who's Crane? Who's Clyde? Who's Cloud? Who's Breaching? Seriously. They're the conservatives I'm rallying around. Well, who are they? What have they ever done? Nothing. No, 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 you don't understand. We got to rally around those guys. Why? Rallying around people who haven't done anything? Who I don't even know? Who you don't even know? That's half of the 20. Biggs we know. Biggs led the effort against convention estates in Arizona and abused the rules in the state senate when he was president to block the vote. Wow, there's, there's Biggs. Gets his 10 big votes. I don't even know what Gates has ever done other than give good speeches and, and rail against witnesses and a big pom-pom uh, carrier for uh, Paul Ryan early on. Again, I'm just pointing this out. I'm not going to come to the radio and say, you know, this stuff's good. We shouldn't be. What are you talking about? What stuff's good? We know what the problems are in this country. And we know who the problem people are in this country. The leaders. The party members. We got it. We know. We don't need to be taught that lesson. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's with reporters today on Capitol Hill. And here's what she said when she came out of a meeting with them, uh, these, the, the various opponents, and I think it was McCarthy and others. Cut one, go. We have been negotiating, talking, debating back and forth in our conference, trying to come to a really good rules package, and it's amazing. As a matter of fact, I'll quote Matt Gates. He said it's exquisite. That's what he said on our conference call on Sunday. Um, but in that conference meeting there, we found out that there were several members, three in fact, that went in uh, last night and were demanding positions for themselves demanding gavel positions, demanding uh, subcommittees, demanding for people to be taking off committees and people to be put on committees. Three, three Republicans out of our 222. I want you all to know I have not done that for myself. The only thing I have done is, is debate and, and, and request and argue amongst my peers for the right things for the rules package and for our agenda for the American people. And that's the only thing I've done. I haven't asked for one thing for my for myself. And I'm the only Republican that has zero committees. 
So you would think I would be the one in there asking for something, but I haven't done that. But I find out that it's my uh, Freedom Caucus colleagues and my supposed friends that went and did that, and they asked nothing for me. Nothing. That's what I found out in there. I'm furious. Well, let me tell you something. While the conservatives that the base supports and believes in, let me, let me remind everyone, they're not perfect either. Scott Perry, before his general election, refused to vote uh, against the bill that was all about the gay marriage bill. He didn't, he, he refused to vote against it. He voted for it. Then when it came back around after his election, he was able to vote against it. Conservatives would not like that. Let me remind every, everyone this. Matt Gates, who has compared Kevin McCarthy to Paul Ryan, my friend Matt Gates, he supported Paul Ryan almost more than anyone. It's still on his social media. As a matter of fact, his first vote in Congress was for Paul Ryan as speaker. And then he cheered him on for nearly a year and a half or more when people like me were at home furious at Paul Ryan's speakership because it wasn't passing the MAGA agenda that we all supported. Chip Roy, he refused to object on January 6th. That's not what our base wanted. He also set out the vote for the January 6th committee. There's many more. Bob Good, $2 million from Kevin McCarthy to get elected. Lauren Boebert, under $2 million from Kevin McCarthy to get elected. Many more people have taken Kevin McCarthy's money to get elected, and then there's a few of them that don't want to support him as speaker. So imagine that. This is not anything about the country. This is all about never Kevin. They just don't like Kevin McCarthy. You cannot be successful in anything if you aren't able to walk in a room, make, your, make what you want, and get a deal done, and then walk away with the W and get to work and not worry about who you like and who you don't like. This is not about prom king. This is not about a pastor. This is about electing a person to sit in the speaker chair so that we can all get to work. And out of 222 Republicans, let me remind everyone, there's 218 votes to get something passed. That means all of us are powerful, every single faction in the Republican Party. So there's not going to be a tiny little group that is going to demand their way because they want subcommittee chairs and they want certain power positions. That is not how this works. And that is the worst thing they can do for the country. And I'm furious over it. Now, I don't know that woman. I've never spoken to her in my life. I've never been the greatest fan of hers, but there she speaks, I think, in a very wise way. A very wise way. There is nobody in the House of Representatives who's more of a libertarian, more than a constitutionalist, than Tom Massey of Kentucky. Period. And I don't always agree with him. Because he's, in my view, sometimes more libertarian than conservative. But so what? He's voting for McCarthy. It's not because he agrees with McCarthy. Because he knows the country's on the edge. The country's on the edge. Well, Mark, we can wait two or three days. You're weakening the position of speaker under the Republicans. You're showing Biden. You're showing the FBI. You're showing foreign nations. You're showing the Democrats. You're showing McConnell in the Senate that whomever becomes the Republican speaker is going to be weak. It'll take a handful of Republicans to stop that speaker. And you may not always agree with those handful of Republicans. 
This is why the chest beating and the back rubbing and the head touching by some TV and radio hosts is so putrid and frustrating. I was involved in three presidential primaries, well, more, but personally, all three for Reagan. I don't have a problem with a fight and going on the right to win a fight. More when I return. Mark Lovin. Yes, let's all follow Biggs Bishop. Breaching, Cloud, Clyde, Crane, on and on and on. People we don't even know. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't do stuff like that. I think for myself. Don't you? And this idea that these are the true conservatives making the true fight. And if you don't agree with them, then you must support McCarthy's views and so forth. It's so stupid. It's an embarrassment. It's an absurdity. I mean, you got Jim Jordan. Why is Jim Jordan backing McCarthy? Why is Jim Jordan nominating McCarthy? Why is Donald Trump backing McCarthy? Thomas Massey. What's that all about? Jim Banks and Tom McClintock. Are they all sellouts? Do they know something I don't know and you don't know? I mean, Steve Miller? Charlie Kirk? Are we all sellouts? Are we all rhinos? Is that it? Because some of, many of these no-names were supposed to follow them? The Mark Levin Show, live and national at 877-381-3811. You keep hearing about these rule changes, rule changes, these rule changes that they want. Well, let's go over them. Has anybody shared them with you? No, I don't think they have. Why? Well, it's easier just to pat yourself on the head and scream in the microphone. And this is in part from The Hill and other sources that I've pulled together, public sources. Uh, They spent a lot of time, the Republicans, discussing the motion to vacate the chair, which is the mechanism for ousting the speaker. Until four years ago, any member could file a privileged motion to vacate the chair. When a measure is privileged, it could be brought up for a vote over the objection of the leadership. Freedom Caucus members used the motion to vacate in 2015. No, Mark Meadows did, because I worked with him. To help force out then-Speaker John Boehner, McCarthy ran for Speaker, but then dropped out just before the conference nomination vote amid opposition from the same Freedom Caucus. Democrats changed the motion to vacate the rule in 2019 after attacking back, taking back the majority to say it's only privileged if offered at the direction of party caucus or conference, because obviously they didn't want to take out Pelosi. Now, freedom members wanted to restore the old rule, but the rules package keeps the current rule in place with a key exception. Listen to this. Language is added that would allow a motion to vacate to be privileged if only five members of the majority party sign onto the resolution. That means five Republicans, these same five, could band together and force a vote on ousting McCarthy or whomever the House elects Speaker. That's what they said they wanted. That's what they got. That's how you hold his feet to the fire. Just like that. 
It's hard to get five members. We see it's not hard to get five members. And they got it. But that's not enough. What else? Another rule is designed to limit bills to a single subject. Specifically, the new rule would prohibit members from introducing bills or joint resolutions after February 1 without including a statement for the congressional record designating a single subject of the legislation. Another change is a ban on the Rules Committee practice of waiving points of order against amendments that violate the House's germaneness rule. In other words, the amendment needs to be germane to the legislation. Instead, the package creates a new rule requiring the House to vote on any motions to waive germaneness for an amendment after up to 20 minutes of debate. So he's completely opening up the system. McCarthy has also agreed to not waive an existing House rule requiring bills to be released at least three days, 72 hours before a House floor vote. Virginia GOP Representative Morgan Griffith, a Freedom Caucus member, who'd been undecided on who he support for speaker, said in a statement he would back McCarthy after he agreed to the single subject and stricter germaneness rules. I believe these changes can dramatically improve our legislative process, he said, because Leader McCarthy agreed to these rule changes. I've agreed to vote for, for Speaker of the House. Now, what you see is that a lot of what McCarthy has done in the other leadership, whomever they are, have done, Less than half of the Freedom Caucus is now voting against. In other words, they negotiated, that is, the Freedom Caucus. We want some of these rules. And okay, we negotiated, here's some of the rules. But they won't take yes for an answer. And one of the Freedom Caucus guys told me that some of them, like Gates, just hate McCarthy, and there's not a damn thing that can be done, at least right now, to get him to vote for him. Biggs is another one. It's that simple. It's that simple. There's nothing he can do. And so they're using the tightness of the vote to even scores. The rule package also sets up a vote on resolution to establish a select judiciary subcommittee to centralize investigations into the executive branch called the Select Committee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. You folks who really listen to this program and understand it, rather than the commenters on the Twitter and so forth, you might recall I discussed this with Jim Jordan. Remember that, Mr. Producer? That they ought to have a special committee, subcommittee, something, where all the investigations are focused and centralized, because that way... The overlay will assist them both in terms of resources and in terms of the knowledge base. So they've agreed to that. This new rules package also returned some House rules Republicans had when they were in the majority that Democrats got rid of in 2019. It eliminates a few rules Democrats had in place for the past two Congresses. Several of those are budget-related rules that Republicans feel better adhere to their spending and tax priorities. The GOP replaced Democrats' preferred pay-as-you-go rule, which requires legislation adding to the deficit be offset by spending cuts or tax increases with a cut-as-you-go rule that only requires offsets of bills increase mandatory spending. So, in other words, you have to cut spending if you add new spending, not raise taxes or deficit spend. That's in there. 
Also, in the tax cutting spirit, Republicans would restore a rule requiring a three-fifths supermajority vote to pass any tax increases. That, by the way, is in the Liberty Amendments. This is largely, uh, has been obviously not largely, but completely rejected by the Democrats. Another rule that could help Republicans with tax cuts require the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, and the Joint Committee on Taxation, listen to this, to incorporate macroeconomic effects like changes in economic output and employment into their official cost estimates for major legislation to the extent practicable. So in other words, like this, this COVID money that went out with the massive subsidies of individuals not to work, they would be required now to report on what that impact would be on the economy and on the labor force. Similar rule applies to the same definition. Okay, that doesn't apply. The rule package would get rid of Democrats' Gephardt rule. This is all public information. Nobody slipped me the information. All you have to do if you're a host is look it up. That would allow the House to automatically send a measure extending the debt limit to the Senate. When it adopts a budget resolution, it would reinstate the Holman rule, which allows members to offer appropriation amendments targeting the jobs or salaries of federal employees. A new rule would require any appropriation bills reported to the floor to include a spending reduction account to state whether the measure's budget authority exceeds the subcommittee allocations. What they're concerned about is you have these subcommittee hearings and votes. It goes to the full committee. So everybody's blowing off the subcommittee, and the full committee adds whatever it wants. This rule would say, no, you can't do that. <clears throat> the package restores two budget points of order, one that can be raised against amendments. to. So you can see there's level after level after level of fiscal responsibility and control. What else? Directing the January 6th Select Committee, which is not being renewed, to transfer all its records to the House Administration Committee by January 17th. None of this can be done, by the way. Not one piece of it while these battles are going on. Establishing a select oversight subcommittee with up to 12 majority members and five minority members to investigate the origins of the corona pandemic and make legislative recommendations. Reducing the minimum time for floor votes from five minutes to two minutes. So you can actually get more votes. Changing the name of two committees. Oversight and reform would be oversight and accountability. And education and labor would be education in the workforce. Requiring each standing committee, except appropriations, ethics, and rules, to adopt an authorization and oversight plan for submission to the oversight and house administration committees. Directing the Ethics Committee to establish a process for members of the public to flag potential violations. Requiring the Speaker to establish a bipartisan task force to review House ethics rules and regs and submit a report on recommended improvements. Excuse me. Allowing only non-government witnesses to participate in hearings remotely, meaning government officials must testify in person. Striking a rule allowing the Washington, D.C. mayor and governors of U.S. territories access to the House chamber. Directing House officials to broaden the availability of documents in machine-readable formats. Continuing to improve the electronic document repository for committee documents so they can read what the hell they're voting on. Establishing rules for considering various bills Republicans plan to take up in early January. And more. And they're still fighting. 
And so you get people, boneheads, in and out of the media, in and out of the House, in and out of the Republican Party, who don't share this information with you because they don't want you to realize exactly what's taking place. That all the principal conservatives are not one of these 20, all of the 20, that there are serious principal conservatives who are voting as part of the significant majority and want to institute the rules, want to get the investigations underway, do not, do not want to bend to the demands of a relative handful of members who are making personal demands to empower themselves in many cases. If this is bothering you, if you're wanting one of the many who are contacting me saying, what are they doing? If you understand this isn't about conservatism, but it's about power, it's about power, then the people in this audience need to get on their phones and get on their emails, however you communicate with your member of Congress. And I'm talking about Republican members of Congress now. And in a civil way, civil way communicate with them and tell them you've had enough if Jim Jordan were in fact in, in line or running for speaker that would be one thing but he's nominated McCarthy and if there were a true leader among these 20 Some of them are would-be leaders in the future, in my view, a couple of them, not many. That's great. But we need to take on the enemy now. We are literally weakening the very thin majority that they have in the House. It's just a matter of time till the public, but even more, the base turns on these people because they're going to be disgusted with the inaction. And let me tell you something. Biden and his people have already been, already been empowered by this. When I wasn't here, I saw this piece in political. White House to Jim Jordan and James Comer. Sorry, but you have to restart your oversight requests all over again. In other words, they're giving them the middle finger, and they're saying... You're not even in the majority on a committee yet. You don't even have a majority staff. We're going to ignore everything you sent us when you were in the minority because you did not represent the majority in the House. Therefore, you did not represent the House. So that process now is going to be months and months and months behind as Biden and the Democrats drag their feet and these matters have to get resolved, sometimes in court, sometimes not. And guess what? If they hold somebody in contempt of Congress, I seriously doubt the Department of Justice is going to prosecute them. What do you think? Meanwhile, the executive branch rolls on. The war on Trump wears on. The attacks on pro-lifers go on. The open borders go on and on and on and on. And the idea 
that all of a sudden they're going to have a new leader, a leader whomever, fill in the blank. Names we've never heard of before. Who's going to be more effective and stronger at fighting this stuff is nuts. Who is it? Who is he? Who is she? We get to have a say too, don't we? So if you're concerned that every day that goes by, we're losing our freedoms, we're losing ground, we're losing our country. I would encourage you to get on the phone, get on your email, contact your member of Congress immediately, if they're Republican, if they're Democrat, it doesn't matter in this case. Because time's running out. Oh, and by the way, before I left here, during the holidays... I pointed out that certain rhinos and so-called moderate Democrats, of which there are none, actually, were going to be talking about a way to have sort of a bipartisan, quote-unquote, or shared government. Well, that started today. Democrats are reaching out to some of these so-called moderate but are liberal Republicans to see if they can provide the support to do just that. I just read to you all these wonderful rules. These committees need to get started. It doesn't happen overnight. The White House is already dragging its feet. The fight with the FBI and the Department of Justice and Homeland Security is going to take a united party. It's going to take a lot of work. And they're pissing their time away. I'll be right back. in. So, Mr. Producer, I use kamikazes, right, to describe some of these guys before I left, right? Brother Newt uses it. Brother Trey uses it. Brother everybody's uses it. I love it. I love it. New Year's resolution. Steal away. Go for it, baby. Why not? Here's a piece of news, Mac. Boehner targets Mark Levin. Really crazy, right? You see, ladies and gentlemen... I've been doing this for 20 years. And I call him as I see him, and I tell you what I believe. Whatever the reaction. I don't try and read your minds and try and play to the audience. I try and tell you what I believe from my heart and my soul and my thinking process. And before I came on radio 20 years ago, nobody attacked the so-called establishment. Nobody even called them the establishment. And during a interview a Politico, this is years ago, five years ago on News, Newsmax. Who was the right-wing guy? Levin, he went really crazy right and got a big audience, and he dragged Hannity to the dark side, he dragged Rush to the dark side. And these guys, I used to talk to them all the time, never talked to me. And I never wanted to talk to him. And let me just end this hour, we got two more big, powerful hours coming. We are the conservatives. We are the constitutionalists. We are the ones who are consistent. We are not the politicians. We don't want committee assignments. We're not looking for money to run campaigns. We call them straight as we see them. This crap is exactly what it smells like. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. 
Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Man, it's good to be back, America. I'm so thrilled you're out there. God bless you. I hope you had a fantastic couple of weeks. While I wasn't here, we had a fantastic lineup of hosts, really some of the great conservative hosts in America. Many of you may not have heard of some of them, but now you have with our fantastic affiliates. Just so exciting. I was chomping, C-H-A-M-P-I-N-G, right, Mr. Producer? Chomping at the bit to get back. But we had a great time, wifey and I. We were in Key West, Mr. Producer. Stayed in Marathon, wonderful town, and spent a lot of time in Key West and checked out the restaurants. We actually went kayaking, and of course, most of my family says, how the hell did she get you to go kayaking? Well, she did. My wife has persuasive powers. When she looks at me and gives me the look, sometimes I have to fall in line, you know. Uh, Spent some time, uh, just had a grand old time. And I want you to know, there's a lot of fantastic fellow conservatives out there who are just as concerned as you. And they want something done. And so do I. So should Kevin McCarthy become speaker? And should he be willing to come on the program? Because most of them are not. Romney won't come on. McConnell won't come on. I can have, a, have an arms long list of Democrats who will not come on. Excuse me, Republicans, yeah, might as well be done. But he does. And should he become speaker, we'll continue that practice. And if we have our differences, well, then we will air them. Nothing's going to change here. But chaos and anarchy are not conservatism. Stirring the pot is stirring the pot. Trump wasn't for chaos and anarchy. He knew what he wanted to do. Reagan, too. But who, who are we supposed to follow on this gang? I don't know. Matt Gates. You have to admit, he's articulate, he's entertaining, he's smart, and he's a weirdo. Can I say that, Mr. Producer? I will. Biggs, I have nothing but contempt for this man. What he did in Arizona in Convention of State. I don't have the foggiest idea who Congressman Breaching is, or Cloud, or Clyde, or Crane, or Good, or Paulina Luna. I think she's 12 years old, just got elected. That's okay. Or Norman, or Ogles. Rosendale, recent. Chip Roy, I think he's trying to do the right thing, but so far, he hasn't achieved whatever it is he's trying to achieve. And I still don't know what he's trying to achieve. He got all these rules changes. It's like 90%. Gosar, he's a strange dude. I don't know much about him. He was on once. I like Bobert a lot. Lauren, she keeps voting for Jordan. 
Somebody needs to call Lauren and say Jordan's not running. I don't know how Lauren missed that, Mr. Producer. How do you, here, here's my question for the 20 who voted for Jordan, who I love, by the way. How do you vote for Jim Jordan when Jim Jordan is an outspoken supporter of the man you oppose? Are you not going to question Jim Jordan's principles? Are you not going to question Jim Jordan's wisdom? His decision-making? I mean, it's very strange. Now, if he were running, we would vote for him. Okay. I got it. But he's not, he's, he's not just supporting Kevin McCarthy and has now for like months. He nominated him the second time around. And they still vote for Jim Jordan. So this is what this is, is a war of attrition by the 20. And they got the idea from Mark Meadows several years ago. I know, because he discussed it with me. And I'm starting to think Meadows has an invisible hand in here. I don't know that. So, Mark, if you're out there listening or one of the uh, munchkins out there, tell you I said that. I'm not sure of that. But I know Meadows has been giving advice to some people. That's not a secret. I know he didn't like me calling these guys boneheads. But I still do. And what do they want? What do they want now? We still don't know what they want. Oh, this will really piss off some people. You ready for my analogy, Mr. Producer? It's like the Russians. People keep defending the Russians, the poor Russians. Vladimir Putin, poor Vlad, as he goes around assassinating people. What do they want the Ukrainians to do? Surrender? They're not going to surrender. They don't want to be slaves. They don't want to be raped. They don't want to be slaughtered. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a show on in the near future about how Zelensky is silencing his media. Right. And I'm sure when that's told to you, you'll never hear how America silenced its media during the Civil War. That would be Lincoln or Wilson during World War I or FDR during World War II. I'm not encouraging it. I'm just saying it happens. I'm not necessarily for it. Or the media self-censoring like the New York Times, giving aid and comfort to the enemy. So what what do these 20 expect the other 202 or 203, whatever? What do they expect them to do? Surrender and say, okay, you 20, you win. Okay, breaching, whoever you are, Clow, Clyde, Crane, good. Gates, you win, we lose, we give up. They're not going to do it. In fact, what's happened, I think, I could be wrong. I don't sit here as Nostradamus. Is the other 200 and some have dug it even harder in reaction to these 20? Wouldn't you guess, Mr. Producer? I can't imagine anything else. So that's where we are. And I'll still get the morons out there who go to their, their laptops or their computers or their iPhones. Mark, I'm so disappointed in you. Over what? 
I didn't know that you were this close to Kevin McCarthy. No matter how many times I explain this, it doesn't matter to them. Why? Because they're morons, that's why. We have smart people in this audience. I don't know how many smart people we have online, but we have smart people in this radio slash podcast slash TV slash book reading audience. You have to have a little higher IQ. It doesn't mean you have to have gone to college or Ivy League school. I don't care about any of that. You have to have a little bit higher IQ to understand. Because I said, I could have come on this program like your average, well, slob. And just started uh, beating the table about, this is fine, what's the problem? The problem is the enemy is on the move. Well, what's a few days or two? Well, it's 18,000 illegal aliens a day. You edit it. A few more criminals. Tens of thousands of fentanyl. A day matters. And it takes more than a day. These guys have not been able to organize, as I understand it, from Jim Jordan. These guys have not been able to organize since the election. They don't know who's going to be in charge of what. They can't make decisions. They can't allocate resources. They can't hire new staff in the majority. They can't do a thing. They're frozen in place. Frozen in place. While the Democrats laugh. Hakeem Jeffries felt great. Did you see him smile? And he was happy. Oh, and this is, of course, one of the big differences between the Democrats and the Republicans, right? They march no matter what. They're all together. All the stories, how they're divided. They're not divided. In the end, they march in the same direction. We don't. But I read to you the rules changes. Seem pretty good. We have to take them what? We have to, have to digest them and have to think about it? Yes. And five members can call for a vote to remove the Speaker of the House. And right now, it's an impossibility. That seems to me a very, very big give. What is it? They don't want a leader? They don't want somebody in charge? What, what is it that they want? Maybe I should call Meadows. Maybe he knows, Mr. Producer. I don't know. Now, I've talked to three of them. One in particular. I'm not going to give his name away. Is right in the middle of it. And I get 15 different stories from the guy. It's this. No, it's this. This guy's a dead ender. I got to try and figure out what to do with this one and pull this one over. And I'm doing like, what, 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 what? But not one of them had the cojones to step up today. Maybe vote once, maybe vote twice and then say, you know what? We're getting nowhere. We've made it clear where we're coming from. We've empowered five members to basically be able to blackmail a Speaker of the House. And those five members could be liberal Republicans at some point. Five members. And, um, but we want more. What is it they don't, they don't want McCarthy. And the problem is, over 200 of the members do. So what do you want me to do? 
What do you want me to say? Because these boneheads think the way they think. Half of them we've never heard of before. We should follow them? The Pied Pipers? Pied Pipers of what? They're not conservatives, ladies and gentlemen. Or maybe they are, but this isn't a battle over conservatism. Which one of those 200 that voted for McCarthy support an open border? Which one of them support the omnibus spending bill? Which one of them oppose energy independence? Which one of them oppose a strong military? Which one of them oppose the cops? None of them. Maybe there's one here and there. There's always one here and there. Even in your own family, there's always one here and there. But you get my point. All of a sudden, they're going to reverse course. And the other strange thing is, the guy raises half a billion dollars or so. He's handed it out to these guys. Four of the five original opponents got an enormous amount of money from him and wanted it. Some of them, it saved their victories. It saved their election and re-election. And so he's doing that to become speaker so that five people can throw him out so he's going to become a liberal all of a sudden? Now, this is quite different than McConnell, which I'm going to get to next hour. McConnell is rubbing our noses in it. McConnell has been the leader for 15 years. McConnell has voted for just in the last six months and less. Gun control, a trillion dollars for phony infrastructure, He helped organize the omnibus bill. He's done nothing to secure the border, didn't even use it for leverage. And now Mitch McConnell's going to host Joe Biden in Kentucky for an event celebrating the president's economic plan. Now there's a guy you should have a hate on for, right there. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Tired of overpaying woke wireless companies? How about this? Get talk, text, and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. Yes, on the same network, the same towers, with the same coverage as the other guys, but for half the price. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice on coverage. How do I know? I'm a customer. Plus, listen to all the other benefits you get. A U.S.-based customer service team to make your switch even easier. You're supporting a veteran-owned business. And here's the best part. When you go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and you can be switched over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Over at Twitchy, which is another great site, Mitch McConnell to host Biden in Kentucky for, quote, events celebrating the president's economic plan, unquote. After the Senate passed the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, with the help of 18 Republicans, Senator Mitch McConnell said he was proud of the work those GOPers did with Dems to go through a bill that contains, quote, all our priorities, unquote. 
unquote. Now it looks like McConnell is so proud of the bill that he's joining others in hosting President Biden in Kentucky on Wednesday. What's today, Mr. Producer? Lost track. Today's Tuesday. Sets tomorrow. The visit from the president comes after McConnell joined Democrats in voting for the legislation. It's drawn rebuke from former President Trump, certain conservative Republicans. Joining the president, Kentucky senator, will be Sherrod Brown of Ohio, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir, and Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, of course. DeWine. He's held like every office you can hold in Ohio, and then some. And the president will deliver remarks on how his economic plan is rebuilding our infrastructure. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this guy is a Benedict Arnold. And this is not the first time. McConnell does this stuff all the time. That's why. You got to be able to differentiate. Well, we're certainly glad the bipartisan contingency will be celebrating, aren't we, ladies and gentlemen? And this is the uniparty that we talk about. This is the problem that we talk about. You don't hear that kind of love story over on the House side with Pelosi and, and Kevin McCarthy. Do you? No, I don't think you do. The real fight should be occurring on the Senate side. Now, one of the problems we have, one of the problems I have, is these, these moderates, these former members of the House and these phony, you know, consultants who pop up on cable and all the rest, they're always trashing conservatives. And that ticks you off. Ticks me off. So you look at this and you say, there they go again. There they go again, the media trashing the conservatives, this guy trashing the conservatives who served in the House or the Senate, this guy, you know, he gets paid millions of dollars to be wrong and to lose elections, there he is trashing the conservatives, I'm sick of these people, we need this, we need to stand up to these people. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But this isn't Pickett's charge. There are ways to stand up and defeat them, or at least try to defeat them, I think. First of all, you have to have somebody to defeat them with. <laughs> These guys have had months to plan and plot and have, and they've got nothing. They couldn't convince anybody. It's because the conservatives are comfortable with the rules changes. They understand who the enemy is here. They understand that this is an extraordinary time in history to save this republic. And that they can't fight over, you know, who gets what parking lot or parking place and who gets what label and who gets what committee. We got to get this done or it's all over. All right, let's move to some other things when I return. Tired of overpaying woke wireless companies? How about this? Get talk, text, and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. Yes, on the same network, the same towers, with the same coverage as the other guys, but for half the price. 
Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice on coverage. How do I know? I'm a customer. Plus, listen to all the other benefits you get. A U.S.-based customer service team to make your switch even easier. You're supporting a veteran-owned business. And here's the best part. When you go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and you can be switched over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The cost of freedom is high, but this phone call is not. Call Mark Levin toll-free at 877-381-3811. Let me read something to you. This is from Yahoo News. Typically, they pick up from the Washington Post and so forth. AP. White House Democrats revel in GOP disarray as McCarthy's speakership bid flounders. See, they're weakening him. And they're weakening the speaker position, even if it were Jim Jordan. They're undermining the majority. They have a small majority. And they're already undermining it. They're not building anything. Asked during a Tuesday briefing about House Republicans' ongoing struggle to elect a speaker, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jibier broke into a telling grin. We're certainly not going to insert ourselves in what's happening on the other side of Pennsylvania Avenue, she said, seeming to suppress a laugh as she spoke. Don't worry, I know who she is and what she's doing, but still. The other side of Pennsylvania Avenue in the U.S. Congress, where Republicans have been in the midst of a contentious leadership fight since narrowly retaking the lower chamber in last November's midterm elections. Representative Kevin McCarthy, who had long coveted the speakership, assumed that the position would be his, but he failed to overcome opposition from his own party, at least the initial rounds of the speaker votes. By Tuesday evening, McCarthy was dealt three embarrassing losses, but he and his allies vowed to stick it out for additional ballots. The GOP is in disarray, former top White House aide Cristobal Alex wrote on Twitter, using an insult Republicans flung at Democrats when fights erupted between moderates and progressives. But you notice how they always united. For a president who expects to spend 2023 on making shows of bipartisanship, this is the media, not me. The Republican brouhaha offered an irresistible contrast, at least in the White House's view, between seasoned competence and pointless ideological battle. And you see, they're going to use this as media and political propaganda. And what are we getting out of this? We're getting our, we're, we're able to emote? Okay, emote. What are we getting out of this? They don't want to focus on the American people and their families, the the Congressional Republicans. They want to focus on political division. See, we need to focus on the enemy right now. There is no serious alternative. In these rules, I would declare victory, institute them immediately, and get going. You've got to form the committees. You've got to get the members. You've got to get the chair of the subcommittees and the chair of the committees. You've got, to, you've got to get the resources. You have to hire the staff. It's not easy. Officially, the White House kept quiet about the proceedings on Capitol Hill. 
White House understands that this decision will be made by the Republican conference. But Biden's allies see Tuesday's tumult, the first contested speakership vote in a century, as a validation of the arguments he made throughout the fall about what he called MAGA extremists and their supposed unwillingness to govern. See, I don't even know who most of these people are. This is what drives me nuts here. It's not because of lack of trying. People are trying to promote themselves, get attention. It's just... They thrive on chaos, Biden said, of these steadfastly pro-Trump conservatives during a September speech, and now they'll quote Biden and all his genius. Chaos was certainly in evidence on Tuesday as McCarthy failed to secure the requisite majority of votes necessary to become Speaker. McCarthy is himself an ally of Donald Trump. Obviously, Trump's another rhino, right, America? Retracting the initial criticism he made of the outgoing president after the deadly January 6, 2021 riot at the Capitol. How do you think Kingsinger and Cheney would be voting on this, right? They'd be voting with the 20. I don't mean for Jordan. I mean against a Republican speaker over and over and over and over again. It wouldn't matter who they vote for. But they'd be voting in the same camp, essentially. All right. Goes on. As if the press, the point the White House announced on Sunday, Biden would travel to Kentucky on Wednesday. He's going to give his speech, and who's going to join him? McConnell. So McConnell is taking advantage of this situation, and has been, and I told you that before I left two weeks ago. He's exploiting it, and he has succeeded. The Democrats are exploiting it. The White House is exploiting it. The media are exploiting it. And what are we getting out of this exactly? A quote-unquote more conservative speaker? A more conservative agenda? Better rules out of the Rules Committee? What are we getting? Mr. Purdue, seriously, do you know? For mainstream conservatives, not mainstream, constitutional conservatives who want the Republican Party to stymie Biden's agenda while bolstering its own prospects in 2024... Tuesday's dysfunction was an ominous sign. Among those who warned, Newt Gingrich. He said the choice, the choice now, and he's right, is McCarthy or chaos. So now they're throwing Gingrich down the stairs, under the bus. Oh, Gingrich, come on, what the hell's wrong with him? Gingrich. Why, he led a successful revolution. I love guys who've led nothing who have failed at everything virtually, putting down other guys. It's an amazing thing. You know, after Reagan, there was Gingrich. The two great conservative revolutionaries, if you will. No, 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 we got to pull that monument down. What's, what's wrong with them? I do wish they would give credit where credit is due, but my New Year's resolution says, no, don't worry about that. Didn't I just say that, Mr. Producer? Yes, I did. Kamikazes. Kamikazes. That's not conservative, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when you have people starting to call me a rhino, I think to myself, and what the hell have these people done? I've got more stab marks in my back, in my front. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
The rhinos, if you will, are effectively those in the 20 now. Certainly 19 of them. They're the rhinos. Oh, they'll take a few more days, maybe. They'll think it through. But they're the ones dragging down the majority in the House. Our majority. They're the ones exploiting a five vote or whatever the hell it is. Majority in the House. They're the ones doing it. They're the ones giving aid and comfort to the Democrats and the media and the Bidens. They are. They're the ones delaying our ability to investigate the Federal Bureau of Investigation, a.k.a. the Stasi, Merrick Garland, to issue subpoenas. I had said to Jim Jordan, why aren't you guys issuing like 12, 26? He said, I can't issue a single subpoena. Nothing. We can't do it yet because officially the House hasn't organized We're in the majority and the House hasn't organized. Now think about that for a second. And what's all the great return on all this? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What is it? What is it? If I had known if there was something, I might have joined it. What is it? I should ask my friend Mark Meadows. What is it? Exactly. I shall return. Mark Lovin. Tired of overpaying woke wireless companies? How about this? Get talk, text, and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. Yes, on the same network, the same towers, with the same coverage as the other guys, but for half the price. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice on coverage. How do I know? I'm a customer. Plus, listen to all the other benefits you get. A U.S.-based customer service team to make your switch even easier. You're supporting a veteran-owned business. And here's the best part. When you go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and you can be switched over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Here's Kevin McCarthy today. With reporters on Capitol Hill this morning. Cut to go. There's times we're going to have to argue with our own members if they're looking at for only positions for themselves, not for the country. For the last two months, we worked together as a whole conference to develop rules that empower all members. But we're not empowering certain members over others. Last night I was presented the only way to have 218 votes if I provided certain members with certain positions, certain gavels, to take over the church committee, to have certain budgets. And they even came to the position where one, Matt Gates said, I don't care if we go to plurality and we elect Hakeem Jeffries and it hurts the new frontline members not to get reelected. Well, that's not about America. And I will always fight to put the American people first, not a few individuals that want something for themselves. So we may have a battle on the floor, but the battle is for the conference and the country. And that's fine with me. All right. Well, we shall see how this plays out. I just know the enemy's having a grand old time. And we're stuck in the swamp.
literally, in terms of politics, that's where we're stuck right now. Doing it to ourselves, and I don't see any great conservative event that's going to take place as a result. You've got very solid rules that are ready, a rules package as they call it. You've got a solid policy agenda. You've got the ability to remove a speaker when five, the mere five members bring it up, could be Democrats. You've got a lot of transparency in legislation, a lot of time to add amendments, a lot of time for you and me to get involved. And we have the ability to take on a speaker and anybody else. We always have and we always will. So I don't know if it's a personality thing. I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know what the hell it is. And I'm not the only one who's confused about this. Newt Gingrich is confused about it. My buddy Sean Hannity, we, we don't understand it. And we've taken on McConnell and these other guys because that's pretty black and white. We got that. We understand that. Uh, there are others. Donald Trump. Jim Jordan. Jim Banks. Tom Massey. It's perplexing because it's irrational. This isn't your conservative versus rhino battle. It's just not. And I want to repeat it again for the slow listeners and the low IQ types. I'm not a special pleader for any politician. I am not. I will defend politicians when I think they should be defended. I will defend positions when I think they should be defended. I try and work things out rationally, try to figure out what's going on. I don't create in my own mind, that's the good guy, that's the bad guy. So these 19, 20 guys I'm getting behind, half of whom I don't know, who've never done anything, but they're my guys, boy, and we're going to get... Because that is the narrative that's created. That's nonsensical. And I'm not... uh, And I don't... Here's the other thing. I've been doing this, as I said, 20 years. It still makes me a pup in many ways. Rush did it a lot longer, and others have too. But not many. I don't play you. I don't play my audience for fools. I don't play you. You're a big audience. You're the smartest audience of audiences. It's not my game. That's not what I do. I don't come here... With a, with, a, uh, with, with, with a format or a model that I use and so forth and so on to rev people up. We need to be revved up from time to time, but not some false narrative that's being pushed. I'll be right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in America with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, much, much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. My wife Julie and I decided it was time to add more flowering trees to our landscape, and Fast Growing Tree was a great resource for us. A large selection and no hassle ordering or shipping. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on selected plants and other deals, and listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEVIN at checkout. 
L-E-V-I-N. Now that's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using code LEVIN at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code L-E-V-I-N. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit FastGrowingTrees.com for details. In this economy, we all need as much help as we can get. If you own a business, you're looking for ways to survive. Innovation refunds can help. Small business owners, please listen up. You could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Now, this isn't a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. Go to GetRefunds.com. Their tax attorneys are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program and have already returned $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you, too. Go to GetRefunds.com. They do all the work with no charge up front. They simply charge a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Go to GetRefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me and answer a few questions. It's that simple. Now, this payroll tax refund is only available for a very limited amount of time. So check it out right away. GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Now, last night, must have been the only person in America who was not watching Monday Night Football. And I have watched some of the clips of what happened to DeMar Hamlin. And I have to say, that was really upsetting. Very, very upsetting. And we don't know at this moment, whether he's going to survive or not. He had cardiac arrest. He had a heart attack. Some of us know what that's like, but he had a heart attack and he stopped breathing. In other words, he was dead for a short period of time. And those medical folks who ran on the field and so forth, God bless them. Because they had to bring him back to life. And then the ambulance came on a few minutes later, and obviously you know the rest of the story, those of you who pay attention to these things. Absolutely horrendous. Now, you're going to have a lot of people who tell you that they know what should be done and how to protect. It's simply not possible. In what I saw, he's a defensive player, he, uh, I think it was a running back who he stopped and helped tackle, right, Mr. Producer? But he was hit straight in the chest. Looks like he was hit in the heart area. And he gets up and then he falls back, just straight back, because he had effectively a heart attack. And um, it really is uh, wrenching. To see these guys get injured at all is wrenching. You know, I remember the days 
where people have broken their necks and their paraplegics and this, that, and the other. Or they rip their knees so badly. Or they break their leg. I remember Joe Theismann. Happens to be a friend of mine. Don't tell anybody. And the way his leg broke. I mean, and, and, and you saw uh, there are others. Smith, more recently with the uh, Washington team. Alex Smith. And other injuries. I can't remember them all, and I don't want to remember them all. But you get the point. He's still in critical condition. They have him sleeping, apparently. Uh, I don't know what all that means, other than it can't be great. And I, I assume they're not going to quote-unquote make up this, this game. I don't know how you do that. But in any event, it grabbed the whole nation's attention. <clears throat> and uh, we are a loving and caring people. We don't know. I don't know Damar Hamlin from anybody else. But it doesn't matter. He's one of us. And that is a, a stomach-turning event. And I would have been remiss if I hadn't said anything. And out of the positive, I told you Ron DeSantis was sworn in as governor again in, in Florida with a, with a truly remarkable huge victory re-election and it's not getting the attention it, des- it deserves nationally and uh, I was invited to go my wife and I some family members did in fact go uh, but I needed to be here it's time to get back and get to work although I don't really consider this work and to comment on it nationally so during his inauguration today, I'll just play a couple of short clips. Uh, he said this, cut 13, go. Over the past few years, as so many states in our country grinded their citizens down, we in Florida lifted our people up. When other states consigned their people's freedom to the dustbin, Florida stood strongly as freedom's linchpin. When the world lost its mind, when common sense suddenly became an uncommon virtue, Florida was a refuge of sanity, a citadel of freedom for our fellow Americans and even for people around the world. In captaining the ship of state, we choose to navigate the boisterous sea of liberty rather than cower in the calm docks of despotism. Cut 14, go. We must ensure school systems are responsive to parents and to students, not partisan interest groups. And we must ensure that our institutions of higher learning are focused on academic excellence and the pursuit of truth not the imposition of trendy ideologies. Florida must always be a great place to raise a family. We will enact more family-friendly policies to make it easier to raise children, and we will defend our children against those who seek to rob them of their innocence. Mm -hmm. And of course, he's already coming under attack by the Miami Herald and others, 
who say that he's just playing a culture game and they've spent $17 million and lost because this is, this is the left. This, this are the media. They are filled with hate. They don't give our guys a shot. Nothing of the sort. And so uh, here we have more of the same that really DeSantis is talking about. Zeke Emanuel. Remember Zeke? Yeah, he's a real... Uh, anyway, on MSNBC yesterday about China and the travel ban. Yeah, China's about to spread this pandemic a second time. I know what communist China's doing. Everybody does. Cut 17, go. What measures do you think we should be taking against China? That is a fool that should have been retired a long time ago, Andrea Mitchell. Absolute clown. Start from the top, please. Go. What measures do you think we should be taking against China? Travel ban, a negative test result. What, what is, the, is an effective way? Uh, a travel ban uh, isn't going to and the negative test results are just going to they're delaying tactics. They're trying to get us information. They're not going to help individually for your viewers, Andrea. The best thing they can do at the moment, and I know a lot of them are resistant, is masks N 95 really high quality. How many masks. more times do we need scientists, real scientists, real experts? surveys, even now out of the government, that say masks don't do anything. How many more times, ladies and gentlemen? And so this guy, no, we don't want a travel ban. That's okay. And what else? So we, here's, here's the deal. We have people coming into this country who have all kinds of diseases that we defeated a long time ago. We don't, we don't know where they're from. We don't know what the hell's going on. And they're reappearing, these diseases. And this is a Biden policy, and this is what I mean. While they're putzing around, this stuff's going on. Go ahead. You can't control what's out there in the airports or what's on a train um, or what's going to be in a shopping mall. But you can protect yourself with these very high-quality masks, and that's what uh, I recommend. This thing, this new variant, XBB 1.5, is very infectious, and people should do what they can do. Regarding China, well, I think— Well, I'm th- a people, and I've done what I can do. I got COVID again two months ago. My wife just got finished with COVID again. Or her first time. So I've had it twice. She's had it once. I had my shots. No more shots. You know, we wore masks for a period of time. I don't wear masks anymore. I'm following the science, you know. Go ahead. For a moment for collaboration. We've got to get Chi to immunize the population, to slow now things down. Now listen to this idiot. We've got to get Xi to immunize the population. How do we get Xi to do anything? Like not murder Uyghurs and Christians and Tibetans and the people of Hong Kong as he's focused on Taiwan and, as you'll see in a moment, World War III. Just how stupid is this guy and how stupid is Andrea Mitchell for having him on? Zeke. Go ahead. To monitor carefully and share the data on the genomics with the world instead of constantly denying, you know, everything. Oh, that's control. all we do is deny. We never share our data. We destroyed our economy. We destroyed the minds of our children for at least a year or two. They've uh, regressed 
socially and educationally, putting people out of work, destroyed our economy. Those blue states did a fine job. God knows how many people died of cancer and heart disease and a and a hundred other illnesses because they had to go to the back of the line. He acts like we didn't do anything. We took all the totalitarian steps that were imposed on us, particularly those in blue states. That's why DeSantis is such a gem. Because he followed the real science without any ideology. And he had his own scientists and his own experts looking at the material and the data. But he talks about Xi and China, right? Xi and China. Well, you know, I know I'm a, I sound like a broken record with China, and that's just too damn bad. But China is an enormous threat to this country, and China, at some point, is going to go to war. It's just a matter of time. I don't have the cut in front of me, Mr. Producer. You have it, but we have, here it is, 16. General H.R. McMaster on Deface the Nation. Cut 16, go. I know you spend a lot of time on thinking about China. How do you see it? It's a grave threat. I think Xi Jinping means what he says, right? I think we have to be careful not to mirror image, not to fall into the same traps we did with Vladimir Putin of confirmation bias and optimism bias. Xi Jinping has made quite clear in his statements that he's going to make, from his perspective, China whole again by subsuming Taiwan. And the preparations are underway. So I think what is important is what, what Michelle said, deterrence. But good old-fashioned deterrence by denial. I mean, hard power matters. And I think we are underinvested in defense in the United States. China has become increasingly aggressive, not only from an economic and financial perspective and a wolf war diplomacy perspective, but physically uh, with, with, with its military. And what's really disturbing is I think Xi Jinping is preparing the Chinese people for war. Preparing the Chinese people for war while Rome, that is Washington, D.C., figuratively is burning. And that's what these pseudo-conservatives, self-anointed, self-appointed, don't get. We have real enemies, foreign and domestic. Real enemies, foreign and domestic. I also think people aren't reading the rules that McCarthy has proposed. That does include a, a centralized, vigorous investigation of the FBI and the other agencies, as well as a review of all the materials that were the January 6th committee, which he has said they will put out a statement as soon as they can become the majority and actually have official powers, that those materials are not to be destroyed. And what's worrying me now is maybe they have been or are being destroyed as a result of some of this nonsense. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I wonder why Jim Jordan is backing McCarthy. Does anybody know why? He must be a sellout, don't you think, Mr. Producer? I think he's, he's got to be a sellout. Tom Massey. 
It's got to be a sellout. All these wingers must be sellouts. Except for the 20, of course. They're, they're the real deal, 10 of whom we don't even know who the hell they are. Actually, more than 10, 15 of whom I don't know who the hell they are. But don't, 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 you know, Mark, what's wrong with you? Your establishment. Yeah, okay. I don't lie to my audience. I don't deceive my audience. I don't play my audience. I respect you all too much. That's why I've been here 20 years. I'm not a newbie to this. And most of you are not new listeners. If you understand me, you understand how consistent I am. No flip-flopping, no changes, just consistent the way I think things through. Let's take some calls here. Tom Harveston, Harveston, Delaware, wherever the hell that is. Sirius Satellite, Tom, go right ahead, please. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Uh, Very well, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was just wanted to say these these Republicans that... uh, are are against McCarthy. I mean, I wasn't a McCarthy fan. I was a Jim Jordan fan. But of course, Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan didn't want the position. Uh, McCarthy has said a lot of things that he wanted to do, and I think that all the Republicans agree with it. I don't know what's wrong with these few. I think they're, uh, uh, you know, it's self. Let me ask you a question. May I ask you a question, Tom? Sure. Who's who is Representative Bishop? Well, <laughs> who I is Representative Breaching? I don't know him either. Who's Representative Cloud? I have no idea. Who's Representative Clyde? Who's Representative Crane? <clears throat> Who's Representative Paulina Luna? I think she's 30 years old. Just got Who is Representative Norman? Who's Representative Ogles? Who's Representative Self? Why are we rallying behind these people? I don't, I don't know what the know hell they, they stand for. No, me neither. No, Nothing. They act, they act a little bit. That uh, McCarthy had given... Them, what they wanted, but then they moved the goalpost and wanted more. Well, that's the point, isn't it? They moved the goalpost. There's some of them, I'm telling you from people on the inside, some of them hate him personally, and they're just going to do everything they can to stop it. But that's not legitimate. That doesn't help the country. That doesn't help the party, and that certainly doesn't help the American people. If this is a personal thing, other people are demanding subcommittee posts. Let's go to Mark, Spotsylvania, Virginia, the great WMAL. Mark, hurry up, go. Hey, Mr. Levin, uh, great great to hear from you. Uh, listen, a long-time listener, big-time Listen, time I've fan. been trying what to reach you now uh, for at least three years. <laughs> <laughs> sir, I, listen, I just wanted to ask you, you know, I mean, we, yes, sir. you know, I was a lawyer, you're a lawyer. Uh, you know, invigorating debate is what yes, changes yes. the changes things and i just yes. i don't understand why you know i mean even if it takes us a day or two days before we hash this all out well i don't know that it will what? take a day or two days i hope so but i don't even know what's being debated right now what's being debated well well what's being debated is uh, the future of the uh, republican party no no no, no. what don't hang up mark because I, I i take your interest seriously i want to know what is it exactly that they're debating substantively we'll be right back
Mark Levin, tough as hell. That's why I like Mark Levin. And I'm not sure a lot of people like him. He's tough as hell. But I like him. I love him. Call in now. 877-381-3811. Folks, here is the Capital Switchboard number for you to call. I want to strongly encourage you all to call. 202-224-3121. If it's past, you know, they're... uh, opening there. You can call in the morning. 202-224-3121. Please don't put it off. I would ask your Republican member to get on with this and vote. But you'll also be able to call one of the 20, one of their offices. Biggs, Bishop, Bobert, Breachine, Cloud, Clyde, Crane, Gates, Good, Gosar, Harris, Polina, Luna, Miller, Norman, Ogles, Perry, Rosendale, Chip Roy, and Self. And no, nobody's put me up to this. Nobody has to put me up to anything. I don't even take most of the calls, frankly. 202-224-3121, folks. Jump in. Jump in. It's your country. Let's get on with it. We got a lot of work to do. We got to seal the border. We got to fight them on climate change. We got to take our classrooms back. We got a lot to do, America, including those investigations. 202-224-3121. Stop screwing around. Let's get going. They don't have a candidate against McCarthy. Most of these guys we don't even know because they haven't done a damn thing. Just saying. Let's continue, shall we? All right, let's go back to Mark, Spotsville, Virginia, the great WMEO. Mark, go right ahead, please. Hello, Mr. Levin. Gosh, you can call me, honor. Mark. Uh, 20-year Marine, uh, lawyer. Uh, listen, God I, bless I'm you. retired now, a farmer in Virginia. But uh, Wow. How do you I, grow? I, well, uh, right now I've got sheep, goats, and uh, chickens and turkeys. And uh, this uh, coming spring I'm going to put in a couple other crops. Uh, but uh, anyway. All right, go ahead. Uh, as regard to the speakership, I mean, I think this debate is something healthy for us to have. I mean, in 1923, there was a bad run. In 1859, it took 133 times before we got to the point where I, we... I know, 1859. 133 times. Is that what you want? That'll take no, us at I, least I, two... How long did it take? It took over two months. And yeah. can you give Joe Biden and the Democrats over two months? By then, they'll have everything they want. But Everything. Do we really want to hang our hat on a congressman from Bakersfield that's been there for 16 years? I don't want to hang my hat on anybody, which is why I think it's a very good thing that five members can uh, bring up a vote effectively of no confidence on the speaker to remove them. That is that is a brilliant move. And I think that uh, having these Freedom Caucus members on all the different committees is a big thing. My understanding is that this has been a food fight from my sources since July, and pretty much McCarthy told everybody to pound sand back in July because he thought there was going to be a red wave. But now... No, it's because he has over 200 other members. You may be familiar with this. Yeah. And they're not all rhinos. A lot of them are conservatives who've been waiting in line to get on certain key committees like Ways and Means or or Defense. And so they don't think it's... Hold on now. They don't think it's fair that if you're a Freedom Caucus member, one of 44, and you're not a member of the Freedom Caucus, but you're a conservative who's been there for a while, 
that you shouldn't have a shot at one of these committees. I can understand that, can't you? Yes, sir, I can. I can. So it's I, not so simple. What, what's happening is we're getting a lot of propaganda from a lot of people and all sides, which is why I made a few calls on my own to get back to get some information about exactly what's going on here. This isn't just about a few committees. There are three or I think it was five members who insisted on committee assignments. Okay, then come out publicly when you're on TV and say it. Don't say you're concerned about that. Say you're doing this because you want a committee assignment. Now, what's going to happen, my friend, when another five members who are not so conservative say, wait a minute, we want committee assignments. Wait a minute, I want to be the chairman of the uh, Ernie Grabowski committee. <laughs> or, or me and four of my buddies are going to shut this whole damn thing down. That's the problem. You can't, you can't operate that way. You want a leader or you don't. You want somebody in charge, I should say, or you don't. So I'm, I'm concerned about it. With Paul Ryan? I mean, and look what happened with that. Can you name a good he was Republican speaker? Can you name one? Uh, Newt Gingrich, uh, but he was defeated again in 1998. But why is he supporting McCarthy? I think that he's part of the entrenched establishment now. No, he's not entrenched establishment. Okay. Why? Because he's been around? No, no. I, I think uh, when I look at, uh, like, Carl uh, Rove... Just because and, somebody disagrees with you or me doesn't mean they're entrenched to stay. Like Carl Rove is a different animal altogether. Carl Rove has never been part of the conservative movement. He's been on the wrong side of the conservative movement. Newt Gingrich was and is revolutionary. The Republicans hadn't taken... But people forget... They didn't have the House for almost half a century until the Gingrich Revolution. It's like Reagan. And we blow these guys off because we've got a fad going on now. I mean, would you compare Gates to a Gingrich? What has Gates done? Or Biggs who block convention of... Do you support convention of states? Uh, absolutely. I absolutely. Okay, I well, you're your- talking one of these guys who puts himself in for nomination... He blocked it in Arizona. He was the president of the Senate. Blocked as soon as he goes to the White House. I mean, excuse me, Washington. He's out of there. The new president of the Senate brings it up and it passes. It's not a leader. Who the hell is that? Anyway, thank you for your service. And I appreciate your call. And I love Spotsylvania, by the way. The history is unbelievable. Thank you, my friend. Take care of yourself. Let us continue, shall we? Marshall Hamilton, Montana, the great KGBO. Marshall, how are you? Great, Mark. How are you? Let me look. I'm great. Thank you. Hello? Yes. Go right ahead, please. Uh-oh. Go ahead, Marshall. Can you hear us? You're amazing. I can't hear Marshall. I can. I don't want to lose Marshall. He's from Montana. Can we get his number and call him back? All right. We like Montana. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, let's go to uh, Sean, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the great WPHT. Go right ahead, please. Mark, Happy New Year. You too, buddy. Okay. I want to chime in and say that the Republicans. All right. Thanks for your call. All right. Jeez. Mr. Call Screener, happy hour. Get my drift. No offense. 
No offense. Uh, is Marshall still there? No. Jeff, Orange County, California. Go right ahead, Jeff. Thanks, Mark, for having me on. I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller. Um, I wanted to get Thank to you. McCarthy and Jim Jordan. Uh, McCarthy, or yeah, McCarthy's been loyal to Jim Jordan through the impeachment inquiry. He put him on the Senate uh, in that, and he also he put, no, wanted, he put him on the Judiciary Committee. In fact, he put him out of line. He put him in fr- in the front of the line. He wasn't even lined up for it. Absolutely, but. Look how great he looked, and then to that he was denied by Nancy Pelosi on the on the uh, January sixth committee. This tells me that it's getting down to the Capitol Police. Who report or doesn't the Capitol Police in the chain of command? Isn't the Speaker of the House in charge? Correct. Of the police, and they want to get to the bottom of that, and so does he. I mean, he was one of those targeted by that committee, don't you think? Not you personally, but don't don't people in the audience understand that he wants to get to the bottom of that, too? And so was Jim Jordan, by the way. You know, they were machine gunning everybody they could. Yeah, Jim I'm, Jordan. Listen, I, I would be a fool if I sat here and said Kevin McCarthy's Mr. Conservative. That he's the new Barry Goldwater. I'd be a fool. And so I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's the best we have right now, and he's the only choice we have right now, and we need to go after the enemy. Now. I agree. All right, my brother. I thank you very much for your call. We appreciate it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I knocked off the uh, the call screen. Anyway, uh, I should have done this each hour on the hour, but you can call the Capitol switchboard and encourage um, Republican members to vote the right way. You've got uh, Biggs. I uh, forget about him. Just call your member. 202-224-3121. And if you don't call soon, it's not going to matter. 202-224-3121 if they are available. Uh, you've got uh, Bishop, Bobert, Brichine, Cloud, Clyde, Crane, Gates for good measure, Biggs for good measure, I guess, Good, Gosar, Harris in Maryland, Paulina Luna, Miller, Norman, Ogles, Perry, Pennsylvania, Rosendale, Chip Roy, and Self. All right, let's get back to our caller from Montana. Who was that, please? Marshall in Montana. How are you, Marshall? Great, Mark. How are you? Good. Isn't Rosendale from Montana? I think he is. Yeah, Rosendale is from Montana, actually. I voted for him, actually. Uh, How do you feel about this? I'm pretty... Kind of upset, actually, you know, honestly. Um, why would we halt, why would we stop the, the very thing that has most Montanans really, really angry? Why would we stop all of it for for a pet show? What 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 is this about? Like, mm-hmm. Matt Rosendale, come on, dude. <laughs> 
I don't know what else. Well, to I say would say this. those who say I don't want McCarthy. Fair enough. Now, you're not three years old. Um, you're not having a temper tantrum. What do you want? Man has left. The man has left concessions open, unlike what could be his predecessor, to get voted out. If that's mm-hmm. not the biggest vote of confidence, the vote of trust that Montanans are looking for, I don't know what is. And Montana is, I don't know if a lot of people know much about Montana, but it's red. I see ultra MAGA and MAGA and Trump 24 flags everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And I'm not All saying right, the friend. MAGA movement is Trump, but... The dude is the best personification of what we value as Montanans. Why is Matt Rosendale not voting for it? Uh, you'll have to ask him. He'll give you a whole lecture about how we're not conservative enough, and I don't need lectures from people how we're not conservative enough, considering all the effort this audience and I put into this fight. But I need answers, and the answer is, okay, now what? Okay. It's not McCarthy. Then who? You don't give me Jordan. Jordan's not doing it. So it's one of these 20. Which one of these 20 do you think merits that? And that's the question. And what makes you think 203 or whatever a number of other Republicans are going to vote for them? It's not going to happen. All right, my friend. Thank you for your call. I appreciate it. All right, Mr. Producer, you're my eyes. To whom shall I speak? The great WBAP, Bill Arlington, Texas. Go right ahead, please. Go. Mark, thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, you are uh, the leader of the movement today. And oh. I, be, before the, the show tonight, I was leaning in, in the direction that you're, you've been talking about, but you've made a compelling argument of why we need to go on ahead, elect McCarthy as speaker, get out the business of governing. I... I um, one of one of those members is uh, a friend of mine who recently got elected. For the, he's a freshman uh, from uh, sort of the Collin County area north of Dallas here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And I have messaged him, uh, and uh, he's a solid conservative guy, and he should really come on board. I think uh, Americans all over this country listening to this show should, should contact their representatives and say, let's just, let's just take the concessions that we've got. Let's elect McCarthy, and let's get on the business of governing. Right. We're not asking you to marry McCarthy. Right? We're not asking you to date McCarthy. We're not asking you to even agree with all that he's done in the past. But we've got this new set of rules. Uh, There's nobody who's challenging him that can get more than 20 votes. What are we going to do? Let Biden get away with what he's doing? The FBI go after Trump? The border open with thousands coming in every damn day. They got to organize. They got to get the resources. They have to get the staff. There's a lot to do. Exactly. All right. Thank you for your call, my friend. We appreciate you in Texas. We'll discuss this more tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Well, not always, but there will be for us, hopefully. More of this will be going on in the House of Representatives. There's many things I wanted to get to as well. The new taxes that are hitting you. The welfare state is out of control. Ex-Capitol police chief and what he says about Nancy Pelosi. More and more. We'll get to it. We salute our armed forces and all you patriots. I'm so blessed you're there. Thank you. Agree or disagree, you are patriots. And it is a blessing to have you. See you tomorrow. 